0: Before we get into this episode, I just want to tell you guys that this episode is brought to you by Africa's premium online poker and sports betting platform, Pokerbet.co.za. So make sure to subscribe down below. You can follow the link below, create an account, and join in on the fun. Have a kick-ass time!
1: Good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. You actually drove to my house. Yeah, because the, the last uh, two times that I've been a guest on your show, it's the studio was still at your house, yeah. which is quite a distance from here. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I drove from the gym, which is about two hundred meters from here, yeah. past the studio, went to all your the way, house, yeah, and then drove all the way back. But we made it. Man. Did you see interesting sights on your way there? On the way uh, back, you know the, the same stuff you always see on the streets of South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Same old, same old. Same old, same
0: old. <laughs> yeah. You know. But yeah, it's it's awesome to have you here. We we said it in your intro, your your fighting knowledge, not only as an amateur coach, but as someone that is working with some of the best coaches in the country. It's it's awesome to see the the type of attention to detail that you have in training. And, you know, it's it's UFC two ninety seven this weekend. We have Drickers fighting. And I was not here with Drickers' camp. You know, I was um, I was on holiday and I was focusing on um, getting to the family, but you were th- like the bigger guys, especially, but you also didn't have a holiday at all. Like you were here camping. With them.
1: Yeah, I know. Like I had I had a break. Yeah. Like we were training every day and we, we had, but like I still had, had a break in the sense of, I didn't have all the clients and the, yeah. you know, most of the, the amateur fight team were on holiday. So it felt like a bit of a holiday. But, okay. but yeah, it was it was quite cool to be here and to to be part of the camp and mm-hmm. see how everything went and you know, see the mentality of not just Tricus. Obviously Tricus is in a mentality he's pre- preparing for the biggest fight of his career, but all the other guys that are just so invested and just yeah. said, no, screw that holiday. We're here to make sure. Yeah, coming out yeah
0: I, I would have definitely lost the fight with my parents if i said no i'm staying in pretoria but uh it's really cool to see especially because i think a lot of people don't know but our training is split into like the smaller guys yeah. i would say what about 75 and below 77 and below maybe maybe 70 and below yeah so yeah about Oh yeah, lightweights and under pretty much. Yes, and yeah. then and then from there, if you're a Walter up, even if you look like you had a little bit too much Christmas <laughs> yes, dinner, yes. That's the, that's you go the to the one, fa- to the fat guys. Yeah, so a lot of then you then you're the, f-
1: then you're the fat the, the fat small guy and you go with the big guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
0: and they had to. Most of them stayed here during the course of that camp in order just to help Jrikus which is amazing and i know that you know Jrikus had he he had Neil Heiser to grapple with he had all these guys that he can still go reach out to toll and all those guys and it's just it's just cool to see that i think Jrikus loves a december holiday because that's the only time he yeah, really he gets, gets break, yeah. he really can go back to his family get a proper break and switch
1: off a little bit from yeah. the
0: crazy lifestyle he has yeah definitely but the motivation was now different you know and when the opportunity comes knocking it, you have to take it with both hands did you see did you see him obviously every single fight even with the Robert Whittaker fight you could see him almost go into another mentality it was like a his attention to detail to his programming was insane but could you even see a change now with this fight with Sean Strickland
1: yeah so <clears throat> there's one specific big change that I saw uh, in Trickus's mentality and the way he carried himself uh, in in the build up to this fight which is a bit different to previous fights and it's a it's a positive change like he was really specifically <laughs> Obviously, when he's in the gym and he's doing his rounds, he's super focused and, you know, he's goal-driven. But he was just so relaxed. He was, yeah. you know, he put in the work and everything went, but there was just a different aura around Rikus. There's just a, it seems like a knowingness of 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 what's coming and and mm. a positive, like, outlook on, on, on everything. Yeah. Like, he didn't, it was...
0: He was almost, like, quietly calm. It mm-hmm. was weird. He had, like, a weird, very chilled... Very focused, just like focused on the recovery was a massive aspect, but focusing on every session, get the session done, focus on recovery. And yeah. Then just bouncing between those but, two. but
1: But you know what I mean? Like mm. in the buildup to, to any of our fights, there's a certain level of personality changes that happens as the fight's Get closer. Mm. You know, there's certain things that uh, your priorities change a little bit. Yes. And the more, the closer the fight gets, the more changes, the more, the more focus you get. Some that emotions. Vision. Start. Yeah. Yeah. But w- this time with Trickers, it was almost like all of that was still there. Mm. All of that. But it was just, it was just more fun.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it was just more positive, more fun. As you say, there was this this weird calmness yeah. where he's just like, no, I know what's going to happen. I know what I need to do. I'm getting it done. And, mm. you know, it was just a weird vibe. It's just such a positive, relaxed vibe. And that I'm not used to drinkers like that always before a fight. Yeah, So it was pretty cool to see that and to see how usually, much he's how much he's grown.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. in yeah. terms it, of, of self-confidence. He was like, it was weird seeing it was like a more, not a mature drink because obviously he is mature. It was just like, you're scaring me, why are you this calm? yeah, and then you go out there, have a great session, and you just like you can switch it off again and you know rest, rest. yeah it was it was it was cool to see and do you think do you think it's just the, the what twelve years, 10, 12 years of of hard work now it's finally here. Do you think it's it's a momentum shift because you can see it at amateur levels? You can see those guys also hone in tunnel vision, maybe even closer to the fight, not at the start of camp. But do you think it's just the twelve years of experience, or do you think he
1: um, wants to approach this fight differently? I think it's the experience thing. I mm-hmm. think I think he's obviously as a fighter you have to uh, compartmentalize. Yeah. you know, you have to you have to switch certain mindsets on and off and I just think he got better with it Mm. you know I just think he's an expert in that now and he did it so well in this camp to to switch from different mindsets without any triggers just switching it on and switching it off and I think that's the experience thing I think that's the 12 years of fighting at the top level and I just think he's just got everything sorted now just got every aspect of the game under control
0: yeah it is awesome it's it's really fun to see it as well and what did you think of the what did you think of the mental battle beforehand obviously words were words were shared at the press conference the fight broke out what what as a from a coach's perspective what do you think that shows going into this fight
1: yeah so after the fact I view it a lot differently than in the moment. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, the Sitting mo- oh. there watching this guy saying this yeah. stuff yeah. about our coach and this and that, mm. I was like, I got a bit emotional for one at one point. I was like, no, fuck, that's not the point. Yeah. Like, That's exactly what he's trying to do is to get, is trying to trigger him. Yeah. And, and also, like Sean Strickland
0: at the PI, he told the coach, he went up to coach and he told him, like, listen, I'm going to give you guys a lot of shit. Like, I'm, I'm, I am gonna do that. You know, I am the champion. I'm here to sell the fight. So it, it was kind of expected. I just didn't think It was gonna go that route. I was like, okay, you're actually nice behind the cameras, but now you're a
1: complete dick. Yeah, and so, and, and 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 like going so hard so quickly. Yeah, like it, was, it, was, it was just like that escalated yeah, very quickly. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> that went from Drickers is a real man" to "your coach will finish you in the back," and I was like, yeah. fuck, that was quick. <laughs> Yeah, well, we like, took a weird
0: know, detour
1: here. I thought this was this this thought I thought they were gonna be friends. Yeah. And he then, definitely read The Art
0: of War. It's
1: just he, like yeah.
0: Mikey Mikey and then he just like
1: attacked. But them. He, the 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 interesting thing about that was like he was throwing his shots at Drikas, and he was he was taking jabs and what, what Drikas did brilliantly is he didn't re- react to it at all. Just he like
0: we saw in his training, that calm Exactly. Just, it was just yeah.
1: he, he didn't react to it at all. At, at all, he. I mean, the first the first comment he tried to make to Drikas was, uh, "I hope your coach doesn't grab your dick." And mm. Drikas said, "That's probably not the worst advice." <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. So, so I was like, okay, you know, he's not getting like Solid. under his skin, and yeah. he really tried hard. And then Drikas said one thing, mm. right? And I understand that it's a it's a very tough topic. But back to the point that. If you dish it, you need to be able to take it. Yeah. And he wasn't mentally prepared to take that. Yeah. You know, to to, to be tuned like that about something so personal to him. Yeah. Although he does it to other people to get a reaction. Mm. Now the tables have turned. Yeah. So that was quite interesting. And I think that was a that was a big that was a big victory for Dreekas before the fight. Yeah. Is firstly to get him triggered. Like when have you ever seen Sean Strickland lose his shit? Never. Never except that. Where have you ever
0: seen him make eye contact at a face off? Like yeah. you've never seen that. He's always like awkwardly looking at the cameras, looking at I don't know who, but not looking at his opponents. Yeah, yeah. For the first time you see him lock in as well. So it's a complete personality change in in his mannerisms as well.
1: Yeah. So me and Coach Neil spoke about it a little and it's it's a it's an interesting thing. So you you you, if you push a push a beast into a corner, mm. he's going to come out harder because mm. he has nowhere to go, mm. and that can play into our favor. Yeah, because if he's going to fight emotionally,
0: yeah, he's, he's going to make mistakes. One hundred percent, he's going to yeah. make
1: mistakes. He's going to get caught and he's going to get in trouble.
0: Yeah,
1: but also you have to understand that listen. We just made him mad. Mm-hmm. So we have to be prepared. He's gonna come harder than ever. Yeah. So it's a it's a double edged sword, but if you understand what's going on, it's easy to manage. Um, but I think that was a big victory on 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 our side and on Dickers' side, the way that whole press conference played out. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. When
1: the fight was announced,
0: obviously preparing for a guy like Sean Strickland, you can you can almost watch the fights maybe a, one handful of times and you kind of know what he's going to do like in the terms of he has a very unique weird Philly shell type of thing that he used very well against Adasanya and then i remember after my fights and after the surgery coming back coach asking like we need to we need to fight like Sean Strickland this is just like you try it sucks it's it, it really hurts it sucks yeah, it's not fun it's what well, <laughs> <laughs> do you think do you think the uh, because uh, I know as well with Drickus's double distance, you would try the Felicia, you would try the mannerisms Sean Strickland has for about fourteen seconds, and you'd be like, "Okay, this is a bad idea. I'm going to get knocked out. Let's go back to fighting normally." Do you think that also has a massive effect on how you prepare for the fight, especially with a guy with a weird stance like that?
1: I think so, but I don't think you should. You should. Change your game, yeah, because of it. Yeah. You know, if if you start focusing too much on the other guy, sure, he's unorthodox. Sure, he's got a bunch of things mm. that he does differently that that we're not used to, and that I think nobody in the world's used to. Uh, but but you shouldn't be putting on putting too much emphasis on. Okay, we have to fight this guy in this manner because this is because what he's, he's doing. Yeah. Uh, another thing is that's impossible to mimic. Mm. So how good of a of a Mimic? Can you can you do? Yeah, and no. you know how 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 well is that going to translate? So if you're trying to focus on that, which wasn't the goal, all of us tried to mimic him as the best we could. Uh, and back to your point, 14 seconds, I think it was in the double distance, and and Mr. Mark Hume came up to me and said, "Dude." you checked around. Is there anything else I can change it but to be a bit more like Sean Strickland? And I said, yeah, I think if, if you maybe just put your wrists a bit closer together and he looked at me, laughed and said, fuck you. And <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, now I get yeah, you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going gonna- to set him up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I don't think that's, that's something that, that, it's good to have that look, mm. but I don't think that's something that was focused on. Yeah, I don't think Trickers focused on this. Is obviously you look at the tape and you and you try and mimic it, and you see gaps and you see holes, but you sh- you shouldn't. And I don't think any of us did focus too much on that. Yeah. and still stick to what I'm good at. Yeah, still stick to my game and my attributes. And Trickers did that fantastic through camp i believe he does that well in every single camp you could see
0: it in the robert Whitaker fights he doesn't change obviously there's stuff that you that coach also sees and it's like i i think in that fight and i think Drikas has said it on a podcast as well it's just um the moment that fight got announced coach was like "Yo, you're fighting you're fighting that whole fight southpaw and (laughs) drickis is like huh Yeah. (laughs) Like, no way. There's no way I'm doing that.
1: And it worked. Not immediately when I heard it, but when I went home and I thought a bit about it and I looked at Robert Whittaker again, it made sense. Yeah. It made sense that, uh, like, to to Robert Whittaker's biggest attribute, he's got two, is a Mm -hmm. blitz where he covers a lot of distance in a straight line. Mm -hmm. The other thing is the same hand, same kick, head kick, Mm -hmm. right? So... In an opposite base, it's easier to clear the channel because all you need is outside position with your front foot and you're away from the strong hand from the second punch that's coming. Yeah. But if you're in the same base and he comes in, you can't go around the front end. You have to go around the back end. Yeah. And then you have the risk of getting caught with it. Yeah. And if you don't get caught with that, the head kick can follow. <laughs> so after thinking about it a little bit and looking at Robert Whit- Whitaker's fight, it made sense to me. But just back to coach who's just... He just sees these things. Mm. Like he just sees everything, and the the as you said, the confidence and the confidence that coach has in seeing these things and immediately knowing that is the answer. Yeah, and says this is how it goes, and that's why we trust him so much. And yeah. whatever he says to do, whether it makes sense to me or not, it'll be done.
0: Yeah. So hearing the fight is it's a done deal. They're fighting each other for the middleweight title. What was your initial thoughts of like how is he finishing him?
1: My immediate thought was guillotine after a panic shoot after he got maybe rocked or dropped. Yeah, therefore that was
0: hundred hundred like to the T. That was my prediction was exactly that, and then when I heard the stories of double distance and I saw some of the footage and I saw his last sparring session before flying over, I was like, oh no, he's knocking him out like. The the guillotine is not even going to get to that. He's going to knock him out.
1: Yeah, it might get to that if, uh, you know, the punch isn't perfect. But as you said, his last couple of sparring sessions were just out of this world. Yeah. And uh, as you said... My uh, my confidence in the guillotine finish isn't there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I also think he's going to catch him. And mm. all of these guys don't understand. We've seen that over his whole career. Mm. It's a different box of frogs when Trickers lands. Yeah. And is. you see that yeah. with every single guy. Mm. You know, when <laughs> Trickers lands with that power. Yeah. I, I don't such. care if you've never been finished. Yeah. You've never fought Trickers. Yeah. So I also th- believe, and I believe it won't go to the championship rounds either. Yeah. I definitely don't. I also,
0: don't, I I said within three as well. I in said the, in the third. In the third, yeah. yeah I'm so. not allowed to bet, but if I was, I would have said that's 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 how, how
1: I would have spent Yeah, same. My, I would I would have also my twenty seven cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got about thirty two. <laughs> yeah, But I would have definitely put it on on a third round finish for Drickers. Mm. But uh, we're he's knocking him out or catching him in a choke after dropping him. Yeah, it's one of it's one or the other. Yeah, we have the fight card here. And
0: we actually just went through it off camera as well. While well, Gila was fucking around with the sound.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh and Gila was being bad at his job. Yeah. Yes. Terrible, Gila.
0: How dare you? It's a new year. It's supposed to be a new you. Sis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, it is a new him. He was a lot better at his job last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But we actually have a great card. I think
0: people on social media is giving this card w- w- like a lot of shit. Undeservably so, because I I quite enjoy this card. Yeah, I, so, so do I. Yeah, I, I think it's a fun one. On the prelims, we have Charles Jordan. He, yeah. He's always a cracker of a guy. I'm, I'm going to go with Jordan. Definitely. I'm backing him. Definitely, I agree. And uh, Brad uh, Katona, I think he gets it done in bantamweight against that Garrett and Amf- I also agree. Yeah. Okay, the main event, this is where it gets interesting. Because Arnold Allen had that loss behind his record, but I do think he's going to get away with the win. I think he like throws volume, he's super strong, he's fighting a, go- a guy that is undefeated. Um, and I, I'm actually pretty sure he's also with Ruby, with Danny's agency. But
1: I think Arnold gets it done. I think I think Arnold Allen is amazing. Yeah, I I think he hasn't reached his potential yet. Yeah, and I think when he does, yo, he's gonna be like certain movements he makes and the way he moves and the the, the way he approaches certain strikes and it's just mm-hmm. I I think it's next level. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge huge Arnold Allen fan and I definitely think he gets it done and I even see him fighting for the belt and yeah maybe even surprising a couple of people when everything comes together. Yeah. I really think he's fantastic. Yeah, he's definitely up there as well. Chris Curtis, I hope,
0: gets knocked out.
1: Yeah, same. Let's, <laughs>
0: let's not beat around the bush, to be honest. like,
1: uh,
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> they, they come from the same camp. I think Curtis has has been very vocal in the build-up of this fight. Not that he's He's been talking some smack, but I do think he gets... I do think he he gets rocked somewhere in the fight. I think he gets finished, but you know he's fighting a guy that has the the country's backing. Maybe that adds some pressure. Maybe not. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think the Chris Curtis's fighting style is is unique, mm. but it also leaves a lot of holes because yeah. it is unique. Yeah, he He's got a we got a high guard southpaw, walking you down kind of style, mm. and if you know how to manage that. And, and get a couple through I I hope that happens yeah I'm not so sure though I think if he if he stays if he stays defensively responsible yeah and he doesn't throw caution to the wind I think he gets the job done I don't hope I hope that's not the case yeah but I, I, he's, he's good yeah and he really is good I think he's he's got some flaws mm. he's got flaws that can be exploited. We'll see if uh, Mark andre can can exploit them mm. and if his team and his coaches have picked up on that yeah. and if they've prepared for that. Yeah. I hope that's the case. But that's going to be an interesting fight. Yeah.
0: And then Neil Magney, Mike Mallett. Mike Mallett almost got crushed by the crowds by in his last fight on the walkout when his song started playing. The guys were leaning over to take photos of him yelling and then like... 25 people just dropped no to the floor. Way. So as he was walking out, these guys were just like falling next to him. And I think that was also in Canada as well. So hopefully they have like insurance done on those walkways. <laughs> I'll quickly, I'll have Hila also get that video yes, to show please. you guys. But yeah, that's, um, I think Neil Magny is no slouch. I think it's, a, it's going to be a hard fought fight. It's really hard to finish Neil Magny, but Mike Mallett has insane punch
1: power yeah I also think I'm a huge huge Neil Magny fan yeah I really love the guy I love what he stands for um, he loves fighting mm. uh, there's no bullshit with him yeah. there's no stories yeah. there's no he's just himself and he fights brilliantly yeah but he fights old school yeah the game has changed yeah and I think Mike has a lot more of the new school mm. and the 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 new school flair in his style, yeah. than Neil Magny. And I don't think he's going to be able to, to handle it. Yeah, I would not be upset if that's not the case. As I said, I love Neil Magny. Mm. But I don't think he's going he's gonna to get the nod in this one, specifically for that reason. There's, it's two conflicting styles. Mike Mallett has heavy hands. Yeah. So, yeah, I also think it's it, it'll go Mike Mallett's way. Mm. Okay, and Pennington, Bernard
0: Silva... Who you got? You're just chuckling. Who you got in this fight?
1: I don't know, because <laughs> I think Raquel Pennington does everything fucking wrong, but she keeps winning. Yeah. So that's that's a tough thing. Like, and that also makes me think. Sit there in front of the TV and think. Maybe I don't know as much as I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> because I because I yeah. see the mistakes you're making, but you're still getting the job done. Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's
0: that's a cool thing about fighting as well like you can make you can make a series of mistakes and still walk away with a win yeah. and it's just like are you gonna do it against Bruno Silva I don't know I'm leaning towards Silva I don't know why maybe it's the Brazilian flair I don't I don't
1: I'm as not I, sure. As I see it, every single time Raquel fights, I say the same thing, and yeah. I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, She is. She is on a fight-fight win streak. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, so I say the same thing, and I'm like, ah, oh, she's she's not evolving. She's looking exactly the same as the previous fight. Yeah. And that's, but she keeps winning. Maybe that's the secret. Is saying the same. Like just because people think you're going to change every fight, and then fight. they're trying to prepare for yeah, the for the for, better version. Yeah, of and here. then the, just the same version comes out. Yeah. The exact. <laughs> yeah. Same version, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe that's
0: the case. I wouldn't be if I was allowed to bet, I wouldn't have betted on this fight
1: neither, neither would yeah. I, because specifically, I think that Silva should mm. win this fight, mm. but I felt like that for previous fights against Shakel Bennington and yeah. that admin I've been wrong, yeah, so. No, I definitely wouldn't be picking a winner in this fight. And if you put a gun against my head, I'll say Raquel Pennington because I've been wrong so many times. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: yeah, there's like a handful of people you don't bet against. Like Edson Barbosa is definitely one of them. I would say uh, Habib, if you if you betted against him, you would have lost. Um and then Raquel Pennington. Yeah. Those are the goats, basically. <laughs> <laughs> In your opinion, <laughs> said by Cameron Simon. <laughs> no, don't quote me on that. No, it your came out of
1: your mouth, though. Final prediction for the main event. Main event, I believe Jigas gets it done within three rounds. I believe in the third, I think it's going to be too much for, for Sean to deal with. I think he's got an amazing plan on how to manage Sean's attributes. Mm. And I think he's going to put it on him for two rounds and get the finish in the third. Yeah. And it'll be by... Either he's going to knock him out clean, or he's going to rock him and get his neck. Yeah. So that's that's my prediction: is Trickers' in the third round via knockout or guillotine choke? Cool. I'm going to go more specific. I'm going to go third round knockout, clean cold, knockout. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a fun one. It's, it's going to be like, amazing, man. Yeah, like, it's, it's it's such a it's such a crazy thing to that that we're sitting here talking about this. Mm. Yeah. You know, over how many years that we've it's been training been, together yeah. and that we've, you know, been working on this dream. Yeah. I can't believe you're sitting here and having this conversation. It's insane. Now,
0: yeah, I remember coming to CIT. I was so obsessed with the EFC, with the regional circuit. Like, I didn't know the UFC was actually a thing. So I was so tunnel visioned on just like the EFC is the coolest thing on earth. And then, and I think you and, and Drikas introduced me to you know, there's you know you can go yeah. fight there's, overseas. There's more levels. Yeah, you know yeah. there's other countries that do this too. It's like really, and they're, than <laughs> us. Yeah, they're be- and they're better than us. Yeah, and that's that's it's really cool to see. And I think come fight night, a lot of those old memories will come back. You know, from Drickus being the head coach of the amateurs. You coached when, me
1: and you and yes, all of us and brought Eric us through the yeah. the ranks. At the red mats, Yeah.
0: Mordor. The Mordor. <laughs> so and then all the all those and then the switch, the the interesting developments in terms of the new gym, the new tactics, and then the the golden opportunity, ten days notice making a debut. And they now you can go through all the fights, do the
1: backlog. It's insane that we're here. I, I've got goosebumps, yeah. dude. I've, <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like I've been nostalgic this whole camp. Yeah, I mean the the, the conversations that that we had in the mm. team mm. five, six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, and the promises we made eight years ago, yeah. and saying no, don't worry, but the people don't know mm. we're gonna bring a belt. Tricus Duplessis is gonna bring the UFC middleweight title back to South Africa, yeah. and we've been saying that for a decade.
0: Yeah. I, I literally when when he left, I told told him like, I can't wait. Now you're gonna go show everyone what we already know. It's I, just like
1: I told him the same thing. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, now now people are going to see or people are starting to catch up something that we've known for a decade yeah. that we've been saying out loud for a decade. Yeah. And yeah.
0: it's great being right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> huh? So much fun. <laughs> I don't know um, how it feels to be wrong though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you sure yeah well once <laughs> once I thought I was wrong the, the first time I was wrong when it was, was when I thought I was wrong and I was actually right yeah. So, <laughs>
0: yeah
1: with the with
0: 2024 kicking off like this it's it's kind of it's hard to top it but in terms of your your career as well what are you looking forward to the most when it comes to not only your career but as team CIT as a whole for 2024
1: I think specifically for me, I just want to get back in that cage and start competing again. Mm. It's something I love more than anything in the world. And last year I didn't have the opportunity to compete because of injuries. Yes. So I'm really excited to get back in there and just do what I love Mm. and just have the opportunity. It's not going to be around forever. Yeah. So I just want to fight, man, as much as possible, any opportunity I can get. In terms of the team, I'm excited for everything that's happening Mm. the the growth we've had in terms of of the pro team the talent in the pro team as well as the talent in my amateur team and our amateur team it really is it's really difficult to comprehend yeah and we we haven't had opportunity to really showcase that on all levels Mm. And I believe this is the year that will showcase that on all levels yeah. and take all the belts. Yeah. Because there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's great athletes out there and great coaches out there, but specifically locally, there's, there's not another gym mm. that, that does it that consistently. Yeah. And I think everything's starting to come together now and it'll even be more consistently and more talent. Yeah. So I'm super excited. I know we've got big plans for the pros. Mm. You know, guys are getting you're starting to get international exposure and opportunities. And before we know it, CIT is gonna be on every major card in the world. Yeah. And in terms of the amateurs and and the guys that's coming up there is it's it's so refreshing to see how serious these guys are taking it. Yeah. And they really want to make a career out of it. And I am also planning on taking every single belt there is available yeah. at the amateurs. Because yeah. I've got guys, we've got guys in every weight class that can. So much talent, yeah. It's, and it makes it so exciting for the next generation of pro athletes. Yeah. You know, so I think we've in a we're in a we're in a good spot where we literally turn into a fight factory where we just Moving them from station to station until they get to the pros and then they take yeah. over. And you
0: working with Coach Neil Geiser quite a lot. Are we gonna get to see some some grappling titles as well?
1: I'm definitely gonna grapple this year. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a big thing. That's yeah, I've been I've been working very closely with Coach Neil for the last year, year and a half. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. He's he's an amazing, amazing coach, yeah. and the way he looks at, at fighting is just different. Next level. It's, it's next level. It's, next level.
0: Every, it's like this
1: morning as exactly. well. Exactly, I just it's wanted to say. Like, it's one of those things that he'll
0: teach you something and then you're like, well, obviously that makes sense, but you like, you are too stupid to think of it yourself. So you, you have to have someone m- way smarter than you, Neil Geyser, thinking about that concept, showing it to you, baby stepping you
1: through the process. And he and is, not getting frustrated because yeah. I think when it comes to conversations about fighting yeah. and about body movements, guys like Coach Neil Geyser mm. and Coach Mordenay like, I think they feel like Elon Musk in a bunch with yeah. a bunch of stupid people. It can't. Yeah. It can't be a fun conversation.
0: Definitely, uh, I just wanted to say, like talking to them about fighting is like tra- talking to Elon about AI. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's the
1: exact same analogy. Yeah. And what what Coach Neil does better than a lot of people, and Coach Moray does it as well, is they look at it from a different perspective. Yeah. they see it from every single angle, and it's it's easy for us to look at it and look at fighting and look at movements and look at this whole thing and say, yeah, but this is what I see. Mm. But if you're not looking at it from every single angle, you're not seeing everything there is to see. Yeah. And they really have opened my thought process to, listen, you can't look from here, you've got to look from here. Yeah. So you can see everything that's going on and try and simplify it to, at the end of the day, we have to, I have a body. Yeah. It works the same as yours. Yeah. And if you start to understand that and understand movement, then the way coach Neil specifically conceptually teaching it starts to make a lot more sense. Mm. And that's why we feel stupid. It's like, that makes so much sense. Mm. That's, oh yeah, elbow doesn't bend that way. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. Yeah. yeah, I actually knew (laughs) that. I have one of them. Yes. And it never goes that way. Yeah. Luckily I have two, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's, he's, he's an amazing, amazing coach and he's, Super obsessed
0: Yeah Which is fun
1: Which is good I think it's the only way I think uh, Definitely
0: Do you have to With those concepts Do you have to Not dumb it down But Do you have to Simplify it for the amateurs Or is it something That's Quite universal The moment you Get that concept From either coach Or From Neil Or you have a concept Do you just run with it Tell them Listen This is how it's done So
1: I don't dumb it down Mm. I just don't go into the depth they go to, Yeah. you know, because if you understand the concept, you understand the concept. Yeah. The concept is the concept, mm-hmm. but there are so many levels yeah. underneath and the depth of that concept is never ending. Yeah. And we'll never find the end of that tunnel yeah. because it's ever evolving and ever changing. So specifically the way I approach it with my amateurs is I teach them the concept simplified. Mm. Right not dumbed down because the concept is the concept right I teach them the concept, and then I'll let them play with it yeah figure it out figure it play, out make mistakes make mistakes, get a couple of questions, try and fix it as we go and mm. so and then i then I'll see okay this guy is ready for some more depth yes and some more situations and if you if, if if you explain it to okay, on the ground works the exact same as on the feet, yeah, You're like no, but it's not the same thing mm. no it's it's the exact same thing, and when they start getting ready for that, and they show you when they're ready for that with the questions that they ask, yeah so they
0: like okay you you get rewarded because you ask the intelligent question, so you upgraded mentally to that point,
1: well, hundred percent because if 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 you shove it down their throat. Yeah, they, like, it's forced. It's forced yeah. and it's not and – me and me and Coach Neil had the conversation the other day, but he says he doesn't try and teach anybody anything. He tries to guide them so that they find the answer themselves because then it's not his knowledge passed to them, it's yeah. their knowledge. Yeah. And I t- try and take the same approach. That's it. So yeah. try and – Try and give you, guide you to the answer, but I want you to figure it out. Yeah. Because once you grasp it, yeah. you've got it forever. And coach explains it just in a different way. He would,
0: he would normally say it's a feeling, like, but you have to get it yourself. It's like the moment you understand a concept, you do movements you're like, okay, now I have that feeling. I did it by myself. You, he's, he actually pushed you to that, to that feeling. But the moment you have it, it's something that you have. You know, This is the timing. This is the movement. This, it all makes sense. It all gels together. And I think that's where Drikas is at this moment. Like
1: he, He's so calm because everything just works well. Yeah, he's, there's just so yeah, much synergy. Yeah, that's
0: awesome.
1: Yeah, I think that's important. And I also think that's important for the athlete to keep authority and creativity. Yeah, and Coach Morne and Coach Neil allows us to do that mm. because how can they? We expect me and Tricus or you and Trickers to fight the exact same way. Yeah, you or have completely different bodies. Yeah, you have completely different attributes. You yeah. have, so we can't have a one size fits all. Yeah, and they don't they don't look at it like that. That's they cool. they say okay, here's the framework. here's, here's the boundaries. Mm. You stick. You stay inside the boundaries, but within the boundaries, you can paint your own picture. Yeah. And I think that's a very, very important thing in terms of coaching to leave that creativity and authority with a fighter because at the end of the day, we go in there alone. Yeah. yeah we've got a team that got us there, and, but you fight by yourself. Yeah. And if coach is shouting stuff from the corner and you don't do them, there's nothing you can do.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So you need to be able to take responsibility and authority and make the decisions
0: yeah the last last question before we go the first title defense who do you want to see Drickers face in the first defense
1: that's the easiest question <laughs> you have ever asked me yeah I'm just setting it up for us you know <laughs> it is. it will be the biggest fight in UFC history it will be Dricka's duplicy against Israel Adesanya yeah. I said it first and you can pull up that club Gila. Yeah, it'll be opie Transvaal Temple by Loftus <laughs> Park. Yeah. Oh, that would be ins- insane, it, dude! Just the two biggest rivals in the sport. Yeah, from New, Ze- New Zealand, South Africa, Boca All Blacks. Yeah, there's it's always the, some. It's the classic. Yeah, I, I don't see. I don't see. I don't see anything else making sense. Yeah. Definitely I mean if, if Izzy is ready and fit And he wants to fight Firstly that's the money fight mm. uh, And I believe that will be The biggest fight in US history And I do think We can
0: we can convince Loftus To build a roof And I do think We just have to chat to Uncle Dana And just tell him Listen We, 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 are, we are the only country That has the infrastructure we have We'll the infrastructure, build a roof we we'll build a roof We are good at tourism Kind of Kind of Yeah We're quite solid We have roads
1: yeah, well, e- here, even, even if even if we're not going to do it in, in Pretoria and we're not going to do it here, Cape Town makes sense as well. Yes. If, yeah. we, if we're talking about tourism and what, what Cape Town has to offer, mm. let's do it there then. Yeah. Right? Then we have to get just a roof that side. Yeah, yeah. Let's, but DHL that's DHL a big thing. Yeah, DHL Stadium. Just a little bit of a bigger roof. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. And then we can do the event there and I don't see it going any other way and I'm manifesting it now. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And on that, thank you guys so
0: much for watching. Thank you for supporting Team CIT. Thank you for supporting Drickus. We are standing behind you. Your whole country is. And thank you to every Still Knock supporter out there. We have a new middleweight champion coming this week. And I can't wait. It's going to be sick. Thank you so much for being here. Thank, and um, thank you for
1: having me, man. Once,
0: uh, once you have fight news, we'll ha- we'll have a chat again, and then we'll break down whoever you are fighting next. We'll have you back in studio, and the studio is here and not at my house. No, no, I've, yeah.
1: I, I got that. I, I just assumed, <laughs> like after I saw how bad Gila was at his job, that it was yeah. his job to tell me.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, and it he was. just didn't it hurt. Wa- Yeah, it
1: was definitely. So, your full you, care, <laughs> <laughs> cheers, guys. <laughs>